0: Hi there, and welcome to Healing Her Story. I'm very happy to be spending this time with you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm back after a short break. For those of you new to the podcast, I'm Michelle Robertson. Welcome to Healing Her Story, the podcast. In this season, I'm talking about things unspoken, and today, well, this is a really difficult one to talk about. It hurts just thinking about it. And it is definitely something that is seldom addressed outside of the entertainment industry, where the most extreme cases of child abuse point to the perpetrator having also been abused. But what about the rest of us? Those of us who have taken the time and effort to work on healing, who make sure we take really good care of our children and to do our utmost to protect them from the abuse that we ourselves have suffered. I experienced sexual abuse from a very young age and it went on for many years. I repressed much of it and truly believed I had my life together, that I was well adjusted as I entered adulthood. What I came to learn and continue to learn is that my very identity was formed through the abuse experiences. Can we avoid causing trauma? In rare cases, possibly, if we have done some deep healing work before having our own children, maybe. The problem is that we are often unaware that we are the cause of trauma until after the fact. And even then, It's something that not many would admit to. In my case, I had a complete breakdown and only began doing the work of healing after I already had two children. I have been both traumatized through the various circumstances that I've shared in previous episodes, as well as been the cause of trauma to those I love especially my children. The hardest work I have done is in acknowledging that through my own trauma and healing process, I have been the cause of trauma for my children. It breaks my heart. I have worked so hard to survive and to become more than the identity I built as a sexually abused child. When I began the work of healing, Of opening myself to my past and all that had happened to me. I lost, I almost said myself, but the truth is, I really had no self to lose. I lost all sense of being. I was an empty shell, tossed around in a stormy ocean of pain. I don't know if it's possible to even describe what that was like. Excruciating raw. Everything hurt. It hurt to breathe, to be alive, to exist. The only thing that kept me from taking my own life was not being willing to leave my children. I believed that I was the only one who could care for them and keep them safe. Now in the interests of being completely truthful, I have to admit that I considered ending it for all of us. In my darkest moments of despair, I believed that we would all be better off dead. All the symptoms and the trauma responses I struggled with, suicidal ideation, panic attacks, uncontrollable rage, substance misuse... While I tried my utmost to protect my kids from the fallout and never turned my rage on them, living with my brokenness and inability to manage my life left them all with scars. Of course it did. We tend to think of childhood trauma as something specific. Sexual abuse, neglect, extreme poverty, But a parent struggling to heal from an abusive childhood will cause trauma too. To imagine that my struggle and my pain had no effect on my children would be not only naive, but negligent. It breaks my heart every single day. I am fortunate to have come out of the other side, and by this I don't mean that I'm completely healed and absolutely fine. But I have come out of the other side and I have a better handle on my past, on my trauma responses. I'm also fortunate that my children have come out the other side, although we all still struggle with various things. My kids are grown and working on their own healing and with luck and a lot of help, will be further along in their process by the time they become parents themselves. This is one aspect of what is referred to as generational trauma. A very narrow aspect of generational trauma. Of course I make mistakes. I backslide from time to time. The difference is that I am quick to apologize. To take ownership of my own stuff and to make amends. The realization that we have also been the cause of trauma can be a re-traumatization in many ways. It was an excruciating revelation for me, and it continues to be. It's a vicious cycle, and the only way to work through it is to keep the communication channels open with honest conversations, and to apologize. And by apologize, I don't mean saying sorry and moving on. I mean taking responsibility for our part in any damage that has been done and making the necessary changes to our thoughts, our actions, and our behaviors. It's ongoing. It's part of healing. And we will fail over and over in small and big ways. But we can make reparation and become better. We are responsible for the damage we have inflicted. Just because we were wounded ourselves does not excuse us for continuing to wound. I continue to do my own healing work for myself, but also for my children. If this is where you find yourself I'd really like to hear back from you so send me an email, drop a comment, let me know what it's been like for you and how you have navigated the fact that perhaps you have caused trauma for your own children. But most importantly remember that you really are not alone. The fact that these things aren't spoken about openly doesn't mean that nobody else goes through this, that nobody else thinks about it, doesn't mean that this isn't a reality for many of us. The more we share our stories, the easier it becomes for those who come after us to be able to open up. I've certainly seen a huge change in generations after mine. Back in the day, I'm in my late 50s now, and none of this was talked about at all. The fact that I was abused, I really believed that I was the only one. I think that women today who are younger are much more aware of the fact that they aren't alone and that They share the experience with many others. So I think it's really, really important to talk about the things that are still in the shadows and the fact that we are often the cause of trauma through our healing process, through our hurting and through our own trauma is something that also needs to be talked about and addressed and something that we can go a long way toward healing if we bring it out into the open. Thank you for listening. I've called this podcast Healing Her Story, a play on the word history, because we need to heal from our past. We need to heal from the collective past of all women. We need to stand together and lift one another up. We need to learn that while we may be shaped by our experiences, we needn't be defined by them. We're in the middle of our lives and we hold the pen. I do hope you'll join me as I navigate my way forward. I don't have all the answers. I don't think anyone does. But I do know that if we work on healing ourselves and we raise our voices, we can heal the world. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review it. Thanks for listening.